Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks, you're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen. Oh, good. Is this on? Oh, Lord, I'm, I'm embarrassing myself. Don't forget my cold sports MVPs. Why Your Goat Ain't Mine, the five greatest quarterbacks in NFL history, is yours for free today, right now. All you have to do is go to ColeJohnsonOnline.com and get that copy. That's right. Why Your Goat Ain't Mine, the five greatest quarterbacks of all time, for free. Go get it. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening to one and all. This is the podcast that is always suitable for work, home, families, play, car commutes, grocery trips, and all other places, home and away. Cole Sports! I am your man, that man, Cole Johnson, and you have entered the zone called Sports on Another Level. On this podcast, we got headlines for you, headlines galore. Uh, we also are going to break down the March Madness. Ugh. So thrilling. And, of course, we're going to put a subject under further review. But for right now, let's get to the headlines. Dateline, Cleveland. The small forward extraordinaire LeBron James decides to unfollow his team, the Cleveland Cavaliers, on Twitter. Oh, no! I can't tell you how much that really breaks me up. I mean, we're going to hear all these inane questions. Yeah, inane questions such as, are you going to be leaving Cleveland anytime soon? <laughs> you know... Questions such as, how many of your friends you gonna get on your team? You know, questions such as, when is your behind going back to Miami? <laughs> I mean, just these questions such as, when you actually gonna own the team and stop acting like you are the de facto general manager right now? <laughs> oh my gosh, LeBron, he's unfollowing the team on Twitter. <laughs> oh Lord. This ain't news. In other dunes, Dateline, San Antonio. So in the game of the century, century, century. The San Antonio Spurs put a decent-sized defensive butt whooping on the Golden State Warriors to the tune of 87-79 this past Saturday. Unfortunately, this past Monday, they went to Charlotte, had a 23-point lead, and then they laid an absolutely beautiful egg 
the team that was voted number one in the power rankings of, of NBA annals held an L going out of Charlotte. Now, why is it that people want to throw so much shade on the Warriors and they're so quick to anoint another team to, to really replace them? Look, let the two teams play, play, the, play the rest of the regular season. They got two more matchups go, to come in the regular season. And more than likely, barring injury on either side, of the team, either, either side of the ledger, you will probably see these two teams meet up in the Western Conference Final. Too bad that is the real NBA Finals and not the series to proceed it, which if whomever advances out of that series... They're going to clobber whoever comes out of the East. It's unfortunate. Oh, but speaking of the East, Dateline, Atlanta, Boston, Charlotte, and Miami. You know, I was just being bored with this NBA regular season because it was all about Stephon Curry shooting threes from the parking lot and the Spurs being forgotten but whooping up teams to where they can almost win 70 games themselves this season. And LeBron James unhappy that the team is not on one accord, and then they rally and win, and then they're unhappy again, and then they rally and win again. And I'll be doggone, there actually is a race in the Eastern Conference. The Hawks, the Celtics, the Hornets, and the Heat, as of this recording midweek, all four teams are fighting for the number three seed, and they're separated by one half of a game. And these are great teams, uh, well, in the context of the Eastern Conference. You have Atlanta. I know this is going to make my, my brother happy uh, in the Benny. You have Atlanta, who, after their slow start this year, they're coming on strong, and they're actually one of the two hottest teams in the last month. So we should see if that momentum continues. Then you have the Celtics, great young team, and that coach and Stevens, that was a great find and a great get by the brass. Then you have the Hornets, the, the team of college all-stars led by Kimba Walker, actually now is starting to make Michael Jordan, yes, the aforementioned Air Jordan, the aforementioned guy who owns a sneaker, the aforementioned guy that he can just simply sponsor something and get money. No, actually, he can just put his name on a product and he gets $10 million. Yes, that Michael Jordan. He now owns a team that is actually competitive in Charlotte. I think that's great. Hopefully that, that continues. And then you have the Heat. Now, they're supposed to be the team that is the one you don't want to face in the playoffs. Well, I see that point. You have Wade, number three shooting guard in the history of, of the NBA, in my opinion. Uh, but he's long in the tooth. You have Hassan Whiteside. The dude is basically a throwback center, and I like his style, but he sometimes come, becomes unglued a little too quickly. And then you have the X Factor. Chris Bosch. Now, I know all of you were, were entertaining and all of you just throwing shade at him with, with the, the, 
the the face only an avatar could love and the fact that there were stories about him playing Miss Pac-Man in Dwayne Wade's house at 2 and 3 in the morning with Gabrielle Union in another room just laughing it up. But the man has heart. He came back from blood clots in his lungs last year. And he's coming back from a blood clot scare in his lungs this year. Unfortunately, I do not think he will be back in the lineup soon enough nor long enough to really have the heat go where they're wanting to go. And that is the Eastern Conference Finals at worst. Of course, they want to be in the finals itself. I just don't see it happening. Not with the way the team is made up right now. But that is an interesting race, and we'll see who's going to be the number three, four, five, and six seed from those four teams. That will be interesting. In the next few weeks, we'll know. Dateline, New York. New York Giants safety, Landon Collins. You know, you, you, come, you come across a time when you... You, you become a man, and you find that special woman, and you, you want a wife her. And you get down on your knees after you find that rock, and you propose that question. And the woman of your dream says yes. Ah, that's such a beautiful, wonderful, glorious time. But this is coming off the heels of him impregnating and having babies with not one, not two, but three other baby mamas yes yes it, it appears that Collins wants to challenge Antonio Cormarty off the field yes the, the same man that has uh, I believe now 11 11 cheering from nine baby mamas yeah it looks like uh, Collins wants to challenge that uh, that record well I I, I hope that uh, you play really well and I hope you get a really fat contract, man. <laughs> because something tells me you're not going to see a dime of it <laughs> if you're going to be a marginal player. But congratulations on your engagement. And also congratulations on your children. And to the baby mamas, congratulations on having Collins money. When I come back... I'm going to put a subject under further review, but immediately following the break, life after March madness. How glorious is it after the brackets? Be right back. Calling all my Cold Sports MVPs that are in the area of Nashville. I mean, you, 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 and especially you. Come on down. That's right. Come on down to Buffalo Wild Wings in the West Nashville Shopping Center. That's 6816 Charlotte Pike. Be there at 3 o'clock, April 2nd. Come on down. We're going to eat some wings. We're going to talk some sports. And we're going to have a good time. You're going to see me. The ultimate intelligent sportsman, ready to take your hot takes and ready to dish them right back to you. <laughs> the way you deserve. 
Cold Sports, The Gathering. That's right. The podcast is going on the road near you. Welcome back. <sighs> How can I express this viewpoint succinctly and well? You know, we get excited when we get around St. Patrick's Day because there's a few things going on. Of course, people use St. Patrick's Day as a as really a weak excuse to get drunk. In fact, I was driving home from work on St. Patrick's night and I saw a car just careen and smash into a divider on the on, on the left-hand shoulder. While I saw two other cars that were messed up on the right shoulder. But why was that important? Well, this was on the eve of the first night of March Madness. Yeah, I know, it officially started that Tuesday, but really, the Field of 64 is when it all begins, when the soap operas get preempted by the the rash of games that start from noon to midnight Thursday and then noon to midnight on Friday. That's when you know that you are in March Madness time. And then, of course, the, the mad rush that Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday to fill out brackets, men and women all around the country. They just know that they're going to hit that right amount of teams. They just know that their team is going to advance, whether it's their alma mater, or it's the team they've rooted for for their whole lives, or it's the team that people tell them is good and would probably advance all the way to an NCAA championship. And, of course, there are the teams that are your Cinderella's because you root for the underdog to win against the favorite. But then that excitement dies away that Saturday after. And for me, I don't really, I don't really have any excitement uh, after that Thursday and the Friday, and it normally is around mid-March. I don't really I don't really get excited any longer about that. I try, but I don't. Cuz it's good to see the upsets and and teams that you didn't expect to advance go onward. Yeah, it's fun, but then of course the field narrows down and then of course you have the power players happen. And that's exactly what happened. I mean, you <laughs> look at how the brackets fell for this this week. Kansas, North Carolina, Virginia, Gonzaga, Syracuse, Notre Dame. I mean, they're all big-time programs. Now, they all may not be historically rich basketball-wise, some of them, but... Their names, their familiar names, those Cinderella's are gone. And for those of you that say, well, you know, I would follow the teams 
if the Cinderella's went onward all the way and had a wonderful run? Well, I will enter the 2006 George Mason, uh, George Mason basketball team. Yeah, the, the team that is in Northern Virginia, that one. They had a run that went all the way to the Final Four. And they played in Indianapolis, and of course they got bounced in the national semifinals. But I listened to the murmur from everyone who followed and everyone who follows college basketball, and it was like, uh, okay, you got teams that we really don't care for. I mean, you had UCLA then, you had Florida that won it, you had LSU that was there, but really really don't care and that pretty much is how it feels to me it's like okay you fill out the brackets and then after that <sighs> wake me when the tournament's over and I think it started earlier because when the co-favorites Michigan State got bounced by Middle Tennessee State University by the tune of 90, 90 to 81 I think all of the country had a collective yawn. And they said, okay, forget it. It's on to the NBA. And I feel the same way. <laughs> Kudos to those who have made it to the Sweet 16. I hope things go well for you. But I'm so proud of all of you. But I'm so glad that the NCAA basketball season is really officially over. When I come back, I'm going to put a subject upon further review. One more time, my Cold Sports MVPs. Why your go ain't mine. The five greatest quarterbacks in NFL histories is yours right now for free. All you have to do is get on to ColeJohnsonOnline.com. Log on to ColeJohnsonOnline.com and that book is yours. For how much? That's right. Free. 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 All you got to do is one simple thing. Go get it. Right now. Hey, 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 all you Nashvillians, come on down. Saturday, April 2nd, Buffalo Wild Wings, West Nashville Shopping Center, 6816 Charlotte Pike. Come on down, 3 p.m. I got wings for you. It don't get any better than that. Come on down. Cold Sports presents The Gathering, April 2nd, Saturday, 3 p.m. I'll see you there. If not, beat me there. On my next podcast, 
I'm going to expound on the secret to OKC success. I'm also going to give a give a shout out to a deserving player in the NBA that's often overlooked. Going to put a subject on the further review. And, of course, I'm going to award the adult of the week. <laughs> but for this episode, I'm putting this subject upon further review. It looks like Hotlanta that was slated to have a Super Bowl in their fair city sometime around the 2019 or 2020 season because of their beautiful, soon-to-be-unveiled stadium of uh, Mercedes-Benz, uh, the Mercedes-Benz Stadium, might be in jeopardy. It might be in jeopardy. And why do I say that? Well, I say it for two reasons. One, they seem to have a difficult problem whenever they have ice storms there. Uh, <laughs> let's just say the, the, the city government and the county government seem to have difficulty making sure people can safely travel to and from wherever they're going around that time period. But a second potential problem may arise. According to ProFootballTalk.com, Georgia is in the process of deciding whether to make a bill into a law that supports a religious liberty bill. And if they do so, it is considered a gay discrimination well, an anti-gay discrimination type of bill. And if it becomes law, the chances of Atlanta hosting the Super Bowl may be jeopardized. The uh, Atlanta Journal-Constitution went onward to say this, and I quote, NFL policies emphasize tolerance and inclusiveness and prohibit discrimination based on age, gender, race, religion, sexual orientation, or any other improper standard. Whether the laws and regulations of a state and local community are consistent with these policies would be one of many factors NFL owners may use to evaluate potential Super Bowl host sites. Close quote. Now, why is this somewhat news? Well, Arizona came this close to passing a similar type of bill. Came very close. But the governor of Arizona decided to veto the bill because the NFL basically said to the state, if you pass this and make this law, you will lose the Super Bowl coming there. That is how huge the Super Bowl franchise is. The money that you get, and not just from the game itself but from the festivities that happen because of it, is lucrative. It, it basically is a shot in an arm 
to any community that hosts the Super Bowl. So if this does become law, this could be troublesome for Atlanta because you have the NFL, who to me is the most powerful sports entity in the United States today and one of the most powerful entities in the world. If you have them to say, no, your city is not good enough because your state definitely is not good enough to have us put on an event because we feel that you're bigoted. Imagine the All-Star Game in the NBA being bypa- uh, bypassing them. Imagine the All-Star Game with Major League Baseball. They may bypass Atlanta. So this has huge economic ramifications. Now, I don't like to see any group, I don't care what it is, discriminated against. Nobody deserves to be discriminated against. Nobody. Nobody. All parties deserve love, and all parties deserve to be loved. And I did not stutter. And that includes gays. Every group deserves to be loved. And every group deserves to have the chance to succeed on the same playing field as everybody else. I mean, I could look at it just from the financial end, but it is very safe to say it is easy to also look at it from the moral end. I get it that you have those who who are stuck in their ways and they want to go back to the way things were. I get that. But sometimes you have to be stronger than the elements that are against you. And you have to show every other person who may not believe in what you do, you have to show them the power. The power of what that one force can do to change their life by the example you live. And not by excluding them from the social table. You only do one thing and one thing only. You harm everybody else in the process. So to the Georgia Senate, Georgia House, and all Georgia uh, representatives, be very careful in how you step because this could be your financial life or death. Choose and choose wisely. The fate of your state may depend on it. If you happen to like this podcast or anyone preceding this one, why don't you follow me on Twitter? at Cole underscore sports. 
That's sports with a Z. You can also follow me on Facebook. That's at Cold Sports. Again, sports with a Z. You can also follow me on YouTube. You can also follow me on other uh, platforms as well. And if you are looking at me on YouTube, check the description tab below. And like, subscribe, share. I'm also on iTunes. Subscribe, rate, and review. And I hope you enjoy what you see. I hope you enjoy what you hear. Like, subscribe, share, but most importantly, enjoy. For the Intelligent Sportsman, I'm Cole Johnson. And this is... Oh, boy.